welcome to the Owners Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Prue Chapman, and I'm here to help you build a better business. Whether you're just starting out or you're looking to grow your global empire, this is the place for you. My mission here is to inspire and educate a new wave of business owners. Business owners that value purpose and planet equally with profit and projections so that we can truly use business as a force for good. Here, I'll be sharing real-time, real-world strategies that I've learned from mentoring over 15,000 businesses. We'll be covering everything from entrepreneurial mindset and marketing right through to leadership, finances, growing your team, and everything in between. Most importantly, I'll be helping you build the business that's right for you. To get started, download my free guide to starting and scaling your business at theownerscollective.com forward slash start and scale. Hello, hello, friends, and welcome back. This week, we're talking all about building team and specifically the top five mistakes that people make when hiring. So here's a little truth bomb to kick us off. And that is that if you want to grow your revenue, your impact, your freedom, and your independence from your business, it's going to involve building a team. Now, when you're in the first few years of business, hiring a team can sound incredibly scary. I mean, once you bring on another human, you're not only responsible for paying yourself and all of your business expenses, but also for holding up someone else's salary. And they're reliant on you for that wage each week to pay their rent, their bills and supporting their family. And I totally understand that this can be a pretty scary position to be putting yourself in. Now, something else that scares early stage entrepreneurs about hiring is the fact that many of them have come out of corporate environments. And so the last thing that they or even you want to create around them is that boring old nine to five Monday to Friday slog, which is total snoresville. Now, the third point of resistance that I often come about, and this one is the biggest one in my opinion, is that entrepreneurs that I mentor, they have this belief that if they keep things small and they keep doing everything themselves, then it maintains their freedom because they can close it down and run away at any point in time. So it gives them this real illusion of freedom. But, and this is a really big but, this belief about having freedom in doing it all yourself, it is a total myth. Now, why you might ask? Because when it's just you, you're the one that is, has to keep all the wheels turning all of the time. You're you're the one that's driving this beast constantly, this business beast, and you're honestly not going anywhere. And there's no freedom in that whatsoever. Whereas once you start building a team, you have more brains, more energy, more creativity on the business. You've got more of the good stuff on board. And if you want to pack up your family and head on a three-month road trip around Australia, there are then there's people in place that will keep the wheels turning to the business and banking some coins while you're away. So bringing on a team, the right team and in the right way can truly liberate you from your business. And this is really exciting stuff. You know that I am totally passionate about working to live and not living to work. So building team is a big part of that in giving you freedom from your own business, from your own nine till five, uh, so that you can really live a life on purpose. All right. Now, I did say that there was a right way to build team and there's also many wrong ways to build team. And that's what we're diving into today. So here we go. The top five mistakes people make 
when hiring. Now, the first one is that people do it too slow. Now, you might have heard me talk about this before, but most businesses hit a scaling point at about the 12 to 18 month mark. This is the point that I call scale or die. And I know it sounds super dramatic, but the truth is once you've been in business for this amount of time, usually your offering has grown, your client base has grown, you're getting repeat clients or repeat sales if you're a product-based business. And overall, the expectations that are on you have grown. So at this point, if you don't hire, you will 100% become overwhelmed and overworked. And you're just too deep in the work from this point forward, if you don't hire at this point, to actually hire in the future because you're just in this process of taking more and more on. And before you know it, you're in this vortex um, of this all of these expectations of your business. And what that leads to is that you will resent your business and you will eventually quit. Now, honestly, too many businesses fall prey to this vortex. So don't hire slow. Once you've got the work or the sales coming in and you've got the cash flow to support it, bring on some support team ASAP. All righty. Now the second mistake, and this is going to sound very counterintuitive, but the second mistake that I see business owners make when they're hiring is that they do it too fast. All right. Like I said, totally counterintuitive to my previous point. But what I'm referring to here is rushing the hiring process, if there's a process to it at all. And of course there should be. So you really should spend quality time in hiring the right person because the time that you invest into this process, into hiring the right person, both for the role and for your business and for the rest of your team, even if that's only you as well, this will absolutely pay you dividends at the speed when they come on that you can both onboard them and also how long you'll retain them in the business. So, you know, you hire the wrong person, it's going to be really difficult to onboard them properly. And also they'll probably leave after a few months, meaning that you need to start the whole process again. So, well, well, the first point that I just mentioned was that people hire too slow. Definitely don't make this mistake of hiring too fast. All right. Take your time to get the right person and it will pay dividends. Now, the third mistake that business owners make when they're hiring is that they have no structure. And I can't tell you how many businesses I've walked into and it's just an absolute gong show of a team. Now, the reason is that most of these business owners, they hit that scale or die point. And what they did when they were completely overwhelmed and overworked was just grab the first resource or the first person that they could find. Usually this is a friend or a friend of a friend, sometimes even a family member. And they just basically throw all of these, this total mix match of a role together and then get the person to do it. Then of course, when that person has enough to do or too much to do, the founder or the entrepreneur looks to hire someone else. And again, another mix match of a role. And so when a team is built like this, what really happens is that there's no, um, it might fix a short-term problem, but it provides no platform, no mapping for growth, right? So no pathway for team growth. So that's the third big mistake is not putting any structure into the team building from the start. 
Now, leading on from that, the fourth big mistake that I see is that there's no clear roles and responsibilities, right? This flows directly on from the no structure. And so typically, if people haven't thought out the structure of how they're going to grow their team, then they also haven't given much attention to clearly outlining the roles and responsibilities of the people that they're bringing on. Now, this is an absolute disaster for a whole bunch of reasons. Um, But the biggest one that I would say is that your new hire, which is this big leap of faith into bringing someone new into your team, they're really unclear on their direction and around what they're meant to be doing and how they're meant to be doing it, right? This is a disaster for the person that you're bringing in and eventually it's going to be a disaster for you too. So putting together proper roles and responsibilities, it takes time and it takes consideration from you, from the founder, you know, from the person that's bringing this new hire on board. Now this should 100 percent fit within the organizational chart of your business once it's built in its entirety. All right. So yes, having an organizational chart, it sounds like a really big job and it sounds kind of corporate, but I promise you every single business, big or small, has an organizational chart in place. And whether that's a considered one or an unconsidered one, um, there definitely is going to be one there. And so you definitely want to have your organizational chart as a very considered map of how and when you're going to build your team, right? So don't fall into that mistake of number three, having no structure, and then number four, not being clear on the roles and responsibilities of your team members as they come on board. Now, the fifth big mistake, and you can see that this is forming a little bit of a pattern here, is that there's no KPIs in place. All right. Now you can call them whatever you like. You can call them KPIs, goals, milestones, whichever language works for you. But the truth of this is, is that everyone inherently wants to do a great job. And KPIs are exactly how your new hire knows how to do that. All right. So no matter what you what you call them, um, essentially these little metrics they tell your new hire where the goalposts are and how to kick a goal. All right. You both want to be celebrating in three months, six months, twelve months when your new hire is kicking their personal goals, their professional goals. You want to be there to celebrate. All right. And this is going to do wonders for the development of your new hire, for the development of your business, and also for the development of you as a leader as well. So do make sure that you've got KPIs in place. They're not just for big corporates. They are definitely a secret superpower in small business as well. Alrighty, now a bonus little sixth tip, because you guys know that I love a little bonus, is that the mistake that I see a lot of business owners making is having a really crappy onboarding process, right? So if you've taken all this time to get the right person, you've set them up with clear roles and responsibilities, you've got clearly defined milestones, don't let yourself down with a crappy onboarding process. Here's what a bad or crappy onboarding process looks like. It is unplanned, it's rushed, and it's kind of one of those throw them in the deep end and see if they figure out kind of approaches. To be honest, that is lazy and it is frightening for your new hire. And what it really says to them is that you're disorganized and you're not prioritizing them coming into your business. And of course, that's not the energy that you want to be welcoming a new hire into your business with. 
On the contrary, a well-thought-out onboarding process, it's planned, it's structured, and it builds upon itself gradually to build your new hire's capacity and confidence in their new role, right? So things that you really want to consider when you're mapping out this onboarding process is looking at all of those roles and responsibilities that you want your new hire to be across, mapping them to some timelines and being conscious within that timeline that you're not only looking for them to... um, you know, learn the skills that they need, but you're also allowing time for them to integrate the knowledge as you're teaching them. All right. So don't expect people to be up to speed in seven and a half hours or even seven and a half days. A good onboarding process might take a month. It might take three months and it really allows a spacious amount of time for your new hire to learn, to implement and to integrate before moving on to the next part of their role that again, they can learn, implement and integrate. And this is a structure that you want to have to really show someone that you're organized, you're bringing them on board, you're excited for them to be there, and that also you are going to support them through their development process into your business. Alrighty, guys. So there you have it. They are my top five, well, actually a cheeky six, um, mistakes that people make when hiring. So to run through them again, the mistakes are number one, doing it too slow. Number two, doing it too fast. Number three, having no structure. Number four, not being clear on roles and responsibilities. Number five, not having KPIs in place. And number six, having a crappy onboarding process. Now, building thriving and conscious teams is a real passion of mine. So if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to tune in next week where I'm going to be talking about how to authentically engage your team. Now, this is not tips and tricks. This is deep psychology around what makes human beings tick and how to authentically engage them in your business and the mission and vision of your business as well. Now, I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. And of course, if you have any extra questions around building your team, I'm happy to answer them over on Instagram. We're at Owners Collective. And as you guys know, collectively, we are stronger together and I would love to support your growth along the way. Alrighty, folks, have a ripper week out there and I'll see you back here next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if you never want to miss an episode, be sure to subscribe over on Apple Podcasts. I'm also dropping some juicy business building tips on Instagram. So head over to at Owners Collective to join in the fun. And finally, folks, if you're hungry for a deep dive into the entrepreneurial story behind some of the best businesses around, be sure to listen to my other podcast, One Wild Ride, where we talk all things good business, positive impact, and epic adventures with the most inspiring entrepreneurs around.